Hey love, welcome to the Selfish Bay Podcast, aka Selfish Talk, hosted by me, Olenike O.C. Selfish Babe is a personal development and women's lifestyle brand dedicated to women learning how to selfishly and authentically love themselves. On this podcast, expect to have your mind expanded, curse words said, and to gain a new perspective about who the fuck you are. Let's get into it. The Selfish Babe Selfish Talk podcast is sponsored by my company, Goddess Detox. Goddess Detox is a holistic wellness company dedicated to providing women with self-love-inspired products to physically, spiritually, and emotionally detox. If you are a woman wanting to detox her ex, detox negative emotions, as well as to get more in tune with yourself and your vagina, check out our Goddess Vaginal Detox Pearls, as well as our Queen's Theme and Queen's Throne Combo, which is the in-home vaginal steam set for your convenience. You can find out more information on our products at goddessdetox.org, as well as follow at goddessdetox on Instagram. Tell them Olenike OC sent you. Hi, beautiful selfish babe. So in this episode, this was a really special episode for me because I was able to connect with four other women who are really deep in their spiritual practice, who have spiritual gifts that do offer these spiritual uh, services to people around the world. And um, for me, it's just beautiful to see their growth on Instagram and then and them unapologetically sharing themselves and their practice. And so in this episode, you notice the word witchcraft is here, aka spiritual alchemy. This is not to scare you. This is is what it is. And so for me, I really wanted to also in this episode dissect what does witchcraft mean? Because a lot of of times it has been demonized and a lot of people look at it as evil. And so I just ask you to open up your mind and your heart to hearing another perspective on what witchcraft actually is and how it can really empower you. Also, um, I do have a new section in the Selfish Babe app as of today uh, where you can basically get a spiritual reading. So it's going to be called spiritual readings and you can click on that link inside the app after you update it. And then after you click on that link, it'll have uh, the information of these four women whom you can check out their Instagram, you know, get their vibe and see if you want a reading from one of them. Um, I share my own journey in this episode about spiritual readings and why they're so important and how it has really changed my life and how witchcraft has continued And we'll continue to empower our lives. And so I just ask you, Selfish Babe, to keep an open mind and open heart. Please uh, tag us and share on Instagram so we can repost you. I love you so much. Enjoy. Hey, beautiful Selfish Babes. It is your girl, Olenike O.C. here, bringing you another Selfish Babe Selfish Talk podcast. And I'm so excited uh, for this episode. And so before we begin the episode, I just really wanted to kind of give you guys an idea of why I wanted to have this episode. So this episode, I don't have a title yet. I have a title at some point, but it's about spiritual readings. And I really wanted to bring together the women that I currently am seeing, black and brown women that I see on Instagram doing a damn thing. Okay, doing a damn thing and looking motherfucking good doing it. Okay. (laughs) And um, I just think it's beautiful. It really warms my heart. Um. It warms my heart. It warms my heart so much because these women are being themselves. These women have embraced uh, their spiritual path. These women are showing their spiritual path to the world. Um, when a lot of times it can be demonized, it can be uh, seen as a bad thing. And so the fact that these women are showing up and doing the work um, just makes me extremely happy. And I know that for me, uh, spiritual readings have been a major part of my life and my personal development. 
And I personally think I know that a lot of people in the world at this time uh, can be very confused with their life, um, where they're going, where they're headed. Uh, you know, we have a lot of high school students that once maybe thought that maybe college was the thing and that's not the thing. You know, so it's like, what is the thing for them? What is, what is their path? What are they supposed to be doing? And so for me, um, I think it was around when I was 22, 23 years old is when I got my first reading. And I had gotten my first reading by an Oshun priestess. Um, Oshun is an Orisha, and I'll go into that another day. But at that time, I was a person that was like, I have to see it to believe it. Now I'm the opposite, which is I believe it till I see it. But at that time, I knew where I was. And where I was is that I had to see it to believe it. And so my beautiful friend, Raquel Omipola, which is down here, right here, okay? <laughs> she'll share her story a little bit. But I know at one time we were over someone's house and the Oshun priestess had brought down Oshun into my good friend Raquel Omitola. And Oshun basically took over her body and, and brought us messages. And at that time, I was like, wow, this shit is real! Like, at that time, I could not deny spirit because that was my friend. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, spirit came into my friend and her persona changed. And so for me, I knew that that was spirit, Oshun, the deity, speaking directly to us. And so for me, after that experience, I no longer doubt spirit. And since then, I've had other readings and I've had experiences where, you know, we may have, I may have had a trusted uh, spiritual advisor who may have fallen on some rough times, right? And so because she found those rough times, she was trying to, um, basically use her gifts as a way to be like, oh, you need this, oh, you need this, oh, you need to get this reading, when that necessarily wasn't the case. And so I want to share this podcast to talk about spiritual readings with you all, but I also want to make sure that you guys are aware that sometimes people can take advantage of you. But the people that I have brought here today, from what I've seen, are very authentic, are very real, have high integrity, still do your own research. I want you guys to view their profiles, uh, pick up on the energy that you get from their profiles, choose from them or choose from somebody that they recommend. But I know that when I have do this and release this podcast that you guys are going to be like, well, where can I get a reading? Olenike, I want a reading too. Here are some people that I recommend and, and I support. And, but again, um, use at your own discretion. I just wanted you guys to know that sometimes there are people like that. And I'm affirming that you don't have that experience. But I know for me, um, there's been times where my world was turned upside down. I didn't know why, or I didn't know why certain things were happening to me. But, but I had a knowing that I may see this physical experience happening to me, but I know that there's a spiritual meaning behind it. And I may not know why. So that's when I seek guidance from somebody else. That's when I seek guidance from a trusted source to be like, hey, this is what's happening. What are you getting? What is spirit teach? What is spirit telling you? Because honestly, I believe that we all can, you know, have our different spiritual gifts. And so what I like about these women is that they have fully and are fully embracing their gifts. And so it's like when they're speaking to you, whether either through intuition and insight, spirit is speaking to you. So you have to listen, right? You have to listen. And so for me, me listening and me obeying and doing what spirit has says is in my best interest, I do. And sometimes the messages that you receive may not be a message that you necessarily like, may not be something you necessarily want to do, 
But at the end of the day, it's what spirit wants you to do. It's what's in your best interest. And sometimes that shit, and that shit is going to be hard. Those choices are going to be hard, right? But it's all a part of the growing process. So I'm going to get into the, the podcast now, but I wanted to start off with that introduction so you guys know, so you selfish babes know why I highly recommend getting spiritual readings, why it's important, why it's important to go into our spiritual gifts, especially at a time where we're at now in the world. is is highly, 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 highly very important that you guys start connecting to spirit, whether it's meditating, working on your vagina, working with your ancestors, doing the candle work, following your dreams, writing your books, doing all of that is very important at this time. So I'm going to first introduce, start off with Miss Big Empress Energy, say hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Um, my name is Clementine Chloe. I read Claude's Energy and People to Filth. Oh, and I am a uh, psychic, intuitive, tarot reader, Reiki practitioner, um, all around badass full-time witch okay as of recently and i am i am just so happy to be here with beautiful like-minded spiritual women uh talking about you know really the most important thing about is our soul like being soul centered is my um my intention with everything to just help us to expand and balance out some of our like inner demons and and traumas um absolutely yeah all right grand voice of rock greetings greetings peace peace all i am raquel Omitola of grand voice of rock and it is such an honor and a pleasure to be here i am a writer teacher by trade High Priestess, um, beautiful woman of Oshun, and I am here to speak to your heart. I'm here to give your heart a voice, give your inner child a voice, to lead you back on your path, to remove the blockages and kind of connect you back to your ancestors. So if you love anything that I'm saying, I would love to connect with you. You can visit me on my social media, Grand Voice of Raw. And it's just an honor and a pleasure to be here. I look forward to all that's to come. Hey, everybody. I am Javia or Jay. And um, I do read. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, I do readings. Um, like I talked about earlier, I like to incorporate the law of attraction into my readings because I could tell you whatever spirit has in store or, you know, what blessings you have coming or what lessons you're about to learn and things like that. The lessons that you're about to learn, I can't do anything about that. It's just going to happen even if you don't like it. But when it comes to like the blessings that pop up in my readings, I love using the law of attraction and teaching people about that. That way you can know how to go ahead and make that come into your reality. So and I'm also a Reiki practitioner as well. And yeah, do this stuff full time. I love it. And I'm so happy to be on here with all these other beautiful women that do the same thing I do. You know, we're getting the healing out here in the world. And I love it. And Miss Rebel Flower. So what's up? What's up? What's up? My name is Naya Barnett. I am originally from Gulfport, Mississippi. I currently reside in Georgia. Um, I'm 26 years old. I am a full-time witch. I read tarot. I read oracle cards. I'm also a Hulu practitioner, but most of all, my mission is just to help the people. 
Um, the reason I stepped into this field is because I had a lot of trauma growing up, a lot of depression, a lot of things I was dealing with, and I didn't have nobody to turn to. Luckily, spirit came through and pulled me through. So as I'm walking through my path, I always say I want to give people the help that I wanted. So when I'm doing readings for you, when I'm doing any type of magic work for you, my goal is just to help you raise your consciousness so you can feel better within your own space, within your, within your own energy. So as you're walking through life, you just feel like, you know, I'm, I'm doing what I got to do for me and I'm happy doing it. I'm also a child of Imaya, you know, so reach out to me if you need that help, honey. Reach out, okay? <laughs> Beautiful. I love it. I love it. I love it. So I'm going to start off because a few of y'all mentioned and y'all dropped that W word. And the W word is witch, right? And I haven't had a podcast talking about which, rich, like the term witch and what that means. Um, but I do get questions. Okay. One, one lady had messaged me and she was like, hey, you know, I, I rubbed my walls down with Florida water and this and that. But is what I'm doing wrong? Am I going to go to hell? That was the question, right? And um, I was like, wow. And I get questions about that all the time because it's like they see, you know, the spiritual baths, they see the candles and they see all this stuff. And for them in their mind, they think witchcraft is, is a bad thing. They think it's, it's a, the devil. They think they're going to hell. And I know each one of us has our own personal opinion, but I just want to throw mine in there. I don't think witchcraft is a bad thing. I think it has been demonized, um, especially when it comes to Christianity has been demonized. Anything not of the Christian stance is the devil. That's what I, my experience has been. And this is no shade to anybody that is Christian. If you're Christian, by all means, that's fine. I am not Christian. I make sure everybody knows I'm a very spiritual woman, but I'm not Christian. But for me, how I define witchcraft or being a witch, for me, it's using what the creator has given us, this earth, right? The fire, the land, the soil, all of that to shift energy, to change energy, to project energy and shift it into what we want. This is AKA creating our realities. That's what it is to me. For me, being a witch is, is walking in my God-like, goddess-like self. And it's not something to be demonized. But I want to ask y'all opinion. And y'all can start off by raising your hands so I can know who to pick on. But what do y'all think about the term witch? Go ahead, oh. uh, Omicola. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm so glad that this question has come up because, um, Oftentimes, I, you know, witches come to me, you know, they come to me for empowerment, they come to me for the very reasons that you stated, you know, they do these things, but they're not sure, they don't want their, you know, soul to be condemned or, you know, condemnation or all these things like that. By definition, my definition, a witch is a woman who has mastered the metaphysical world. You can do this by using herbs, oils, um, crystals, whatever, trinkets, your mind alone candles, whatever it is the case, but it, a witch by definition is a woman who has mastered the metaphysical world. So I know Jay, you were speaking of the law of attraction, witchcraft, and a lot of Christians do witchcraft and don't necessarily call it that. Or, you know, so my thing is, uh, my biggest thing in, in this whole spiritual community is the heart. You know, where's your heart? You know, people have gone on psychedelic shrooms, you know, everything like that. And, you know, sometimes they get deterred from going forward because of the things that they see. But at the end of the day, it's about what's in your heart. And if you're doing everything with good and clean and clear intention, then whatever you, if, whether you call it witchcraft or voodoo or Christianity or whatever it is, it does not matter the name. What is its function? And where's your heart at the end of the day? So... 
Well, I grew up, my parents switched religions so much throughout my upbringing. We were literally Christian. We went from uh, uh, what they call a Hebrew Israelite. We went to being a uh, Muslim. So I have a lot of different perspectives on religion. And I always had questions though. You know, a lot of things in religion didn't make sense to me. And I'm like, okay, you know, if God really uh, gave us free will, why is there a hell and a heaven? You know, stuff like that. I couldn't really get a deep answer to. So I always reached out and tried to do my own research. Like, okay, I need something to add up. So when I started discovering things like witchcraft or uh, law of attraction and things like that, I was like, okay, this is more of a flow for me. But then when I would go back to my parents and be like showing them what I've learned and be like, you know, that's evil. You shouldn't question God. You know, only God know, like, for instance, the tarot. And even astrology, they were always taught growing up, that's devil worship, you know? You're going to another source outside of God for information, like, what are you doing? So I was hesitant in the beginning, like, am I doing the right thing, even though it sat so well with me? So my term, as far as which, uh, would be like, like she just said, connecting with the elements, tuning into yourself, being one with nature. You know, uh, I have so many different terms, but all in all, I don't, it's nothing evil. But at the same time, with anything you do in life, there is a polarity. So you can go to the dark side of witchcraft and do evil shit and bring out demons or whatever it is you want to do. Or you can step into the light and help yourself and other people through with your work. It just really depends on what you want to do. Because I also feel like even in religion, you have extremists that go to the furthest extent to do extra shit and inflict pain on people. So it really just depends on your perspective on what it is you want to do within witchcraft, you know? So that's my opinion. <laughs> Anybody else have an opinion? Go ahead, Jay. I have something to say. Okay. <laughs> so I don't really consider myself a witch anymore. I did when I first started. I be practicing witchcraft, okay? I think everybody on this call does that but I just don't consider myself a witch because I don't want to put a label on myself and that's the only reason but with witchcraft I feel like like you guys are talking about it gets demonized but one I feel like witchcraft is mainstream already and people don't realize it like for I feel like Christians are the main people that are like afraid of doing witchcraft and I was a Christian myself and once I left Christianity and did get into witchcraft I noticed that you know um, having an altar for Jesus and, you know, drinking the blood of, of Christ and um, the book of Psalms. Like there's so much witchcraft in Christianity that I had been practicing already. And I didn't know while at the same time I was getting taught that witchcraft was bad. Now, I was never afraid of it growing up because I always been weird, but it's just, I was taught that it was bad. And whenever I switched, oh, and I'm from Arkansas, y'all. I don't know if y'all have been to Arkansas, but it's <laughs> Arkansas. And so whenever I switched, a lot of people were just like, you know, freaking out. because People were calling me the devil and from my hometown. It was just weird. But, you know, I feel like witchcraft really changed my life because when I got into witchcraft, I started doing what I loved full time, creating financial abundance for myself. And, you know, witchcraft helped me on a spiritual level. Like, I'm glad that people are getting into, you know, using sage and Florida water and crystals and all the basics because witchcraft is very healing like you could do everything through what's that I could do all I could do all things through witchcraft which strengthens me you know 
It's nothing to be afraid of. People usually say, I could do all things through Christ, right? I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. There needs to be a tweet, but one of y'all tweet it. Okay, okay. Yes, I agree. I feel like um, for me, I, I'm really into astrology and I have a 12th house sun. So this is like the house of the hidden and the subconscious. And I've always really been interested in, you know, theology and religion and spirituality to the point when I was a ch- like a youth, I thought like if I really am, you know, commit my life, I'm going to be a priest. And I don't want to be a priest because like I thought that meant I had to be, you know, chased and I wouldn't <laughs> try to do that but um I feel like it, you know the term witch is very misunderstood and for me it, it's synonymous with an alchemist and this is the and I feel like everyone you know every human you know has these powers has connection to spirit is you know has the ability to manipulate energy whether you want to call it witchcraft or not. And this is something that is just integral in our spirit. And, um, and I, it has a lot of, you know, negative connotations. I understand why people, you know, don't really like the term because it has actually a word that I feel like is used to demonize what, you know, having your power and, and, and knowing your worth is like, oh, you're a witch, but it's like, that's not a bad thing. You know, control of your, of your world and working with the elements empowers you, you know? So um, I think it, it, it could be like a derogatory word that like people kind of took back, like, you know what, like we are witches and it, I feel like I, I love the word, but I understand why people, you know, don't really mess with it, but whether you want to call it witchcraft or not, everyone has the ability to, um, manipulate energy and get in contact with spirit and, you know, you know, raise their consciousness. Yeah. So my, uh, thoughts, cause like people have like, as you guys have mentioned like, okay, I can take the Bible and I can use it in a positive way or I can use it in a different, in a more manipulative, maybe negative way, right? So like some people say, oh, I'm a good witch, right? I'm a good witch. That's the time, that's the team that I'm on. And some people can be more in the darker craft of it, right? Because there is a side of witchcraft that includes like bindings, like, oh, having a lover come to you or having a lover stay with you. That's not something that I necessarily agree with just because like, I just love the idea of somebody wanting to be with me because they actually want to be with me, but not because I'm throwing juju at them. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying that there is that type of witchcraft. It's very, very more manipulative. I'm not into that. Um, for me, I would rather be like, oh, maybe you need a self-love candle. Let's make you a self-love candle so then you can make yourself more attractive. Like your energetic pull, right? Your magnetism to attract somebody that you do want, but because they actually want to be with you, not because of some sense of control. But I did want to make sure that I mentioned that because that type of witchcraft is out there. It's not the type that I really promote, but it is out there. So I can get why people may even still have a negative connotation. Jay, were you going to say something? After you're finished about the love stuff. After you're finished. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, since you brought up the love thing, that's why, like, I used to do spells for people before my ancestors told me to quit doing that and people always come to me for love spells and I my first rule of thumb I'm gonna do a reading on y'all and if y'all not supposed to be together I'm not gonna do it right because you know people will try to manipulate and, and force people to be with them but whoever is listening to because I feel like all new people into witchcraft at some point has tried to do a love spell myself included I think you know I think everybody did that at some point but um I just want people to be careful if you're new because y'all, I swear to God, that stuff can backfire. And I had a girl 
She came to me. She wanted a love spell. I told her, no, y'all not supposed to be together. Don't do it. She did the love spell anyway. And then she came back to me a year later talking about how, you know, she had got the guy back, but he was really abusive and now she was pregnant and she couldn't leave. And it doesn't always get that extreme whenever it backfires, but it could backfire. Like if you're going to do witchcraft, especially if you're new, like if you're going to do love spell, do it to attract your soulmate, not a specific person, but like maybe the type of person that you're wanting. Does that make sense? I just want to warn people. Like I want to look out. Oh my gosh. No, it makes sense. And I think, and that's, I think a great topic too. It's like, oh, well, I want this person to love me. And we have to get into the root of that because if they're already not loving you or not attracted to you, why do you still want them to love you? Like, what are you, what is it that you're actually seeking? Because what I want people to know, and even though sometimes we can be very narrow-minded and very set in our ways, the world is motherfucking abundant. I'm going to say it again. The world is motherfucking abundant. So whoever the fuck you loving right now, who knows that, that there could be 10 other motherfuckers that could love you right the way you need to be loved. It don't need to be that one in particular. You may feel that it needs to be that one, but it doesn't need to be that one. So again, how about we do something to increase our magnetism? How about we do a self-love? Like, let's get into the bottom of this because if my ancestor says, hell no, that's what the fuck I'm going to go with. But I know y'all see those memes where it's be like, your ancestor said this, or the Karatara card said this, but y'all still, but y'all still going. You know what I'm trying to say? So, yeah. I'm glad y'all mentioned that. You know, I want to I wanna throw something in that, too, outside of love. But even, I have people come to me and be like, can you make me a candle to get a new business or to attract a certain amount of money? And I'm like, yeah, I could do that. But at the same time, what type of work are you doing on your own time to up your business, to get clients, to promote yourself, to bring money to you. Because yes. I can make this count. It can, it, can, it can start a flow for you. Yeah. But at the same time, if you're bad with money, you're going to end up losing the money. If you are good in your business, you're going to end up losing clients. So it's like, yeah, you can incorporate this magic into your life. But at the same time, what is your mindset behind it? Like you just said, what is the work you're doing on your own time outside of these elements that can help promote what it is you want to do? Because at the same time, magic to me is literally you just setting your intentions and putting it out to the universe and allowing it to come to you when it's supposed to. So whether we're making candles or whatever it is we're doing with magic, it just goes back to your intentions. So if you're trying to attract love, get money, better your health, yeah, the magic can help, but at the same time, it goes back to what you're doing by yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and I think a lot of people misinterpret that, or they'd be like, oh, I tried to do a spell and it didn't work. Oh, no, honey, it probably worked, but it just goes back to what you're doing on your own time. What are your thoughts behind the magic you're doing? Are you doubting the magic you're doing, you know? You can't ask spirit for help and assistance, and like you said, when they tell your ancestors to come to you, be like, nah, shut it, ain't gonna work, and you still try to go ahead, then you shooting yourself in the foot. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's true. Come inside, I saw your hand. Oh, I was just agreeing with you. I'm like, mm. oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the work. it's 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 a it's a integral part of manifestation, you know. It's not just gonna happen, you know, just because of intentions. Like you have to meet the universe, whatever whatever you're trying to make happen halfway, you know. Yeah. So you gotta put in that work. Mm -hmm. yes balancing the physical and the spiritual you know because we are humans we cannot to get to wrap up in just the spiritual world people do that too they just want to throw everything in, in, in that and it's like you have to really balance because we're not just here to just be spiritual okay right. Woo! 
Oh my god! I'm already. <laughs> and then <laughs> your, your ego gets messed. It's it's just too much, and your ego get wrapped up in it. And I don't... now I'm gonna start on that point. But we're gonna get back to that point. But um, I think another important part is knowing what to pray for because um, we talked about love spells. We talked about the money spells, right? And it's like you can ask for this certain amount of money, but what are you doing, and how is your character? And sometimes for me. Um, I think a lot of times we don't know what we need to pray for within ourselves to mm. open up that way, right? So it's like, you know, maybe I want to be a multi-million dollar, multi-business owner, but what do I need within myself? I'm going to need some discipline. I'm going to need ideas. I'm going to need to know how to manage a team because that's stressful as fuck and it doesn't need to be, right? So it's like, what can I actually pray for within myself? What can I ask the creator or my deities to open up within my spirit that's going to help me get these things? While maybe it's, I do need more discipline, but, but it's like knowing yourself. At the end of the day, it comes back to knowing yourself. What do you want for yourself? And that's what I always talk about with my selfish babes. You have to know what you want. So if I know that, yes, I want to be a multi-billionaire with multiple businesses, okay? Mm -hmm. Then I'm gonna need to know what I need for myself. And it's like through my experiences of having one business or two business, then it's like, damn, nah, bitch, you need a team. You can't do this anymore. This is stressful. And for me, I don't want the work that I do or the work that I put out there to be stressful. I don't want to be the business owner that is always on my phone. I don't want to be the business owner that I can't have a conversation with people in front of me because I have my phone. Why am I doing that? Why do I not have a team? Why don't I have trust within other people? And I'm saying this because these are, are real things that have come up for me, right? Me opening up my heart and trusting others with my shit so that I don't have to do that work and so that I have faith that it's gonna get done. If I have a bad experience with them, that doesn't mean shut down everybody. That just means find another, right? And so for me, those are growing steps in my manifestation, right? Sometimes it's like, dang, we want this shit to work in 20 days. We want this shit to work in 10 days. I just told y'all multi-billionaire with multiple motherfucking businesses. That's gonna take some damn time. That's not gonna take some damn days, you know? <laughs> learning <laughs> what am i learning for my manifestation what is opening within me and so for me personally i know trust opening up my heart trusting people with my stuff managing people delegating more things knowing that knowing how i want my success to look because at one point the busy busy person looked like success to me but i know that for me now that does not look like success that looks like stress and bad health that doesn't look yeah. like joy, love, and happiness and peace. Yes. That's what I want. And so I'm just saying that it's like, for the selfish babes listening, yes, there are certain things that you can do to get the things that you want, but you have to always go back to self, go back into your heart, like Omitola had talked about, what do you want for yourself? And what are things that you need to, to grow into? That's what it is. Sometimes you need to grow into your manifestation. We can continue to do the spell work and the candles and the affirmation and the prayer, as well as the action. So I just wanted to make sure I mentioned that. But um, Clementine had mentioned something and she had talked about only being in the spiritual world. And I wanna, oh, I wanna really dissect that because it's such a thing. Sometimes what I see is once people start getting quote unquote spiritual, getting into the metaphysical, I'll just say that. They get into the metaphysical, it's like the physical world doesn't look as exciting anymore. It's <laughs> like they just wanna only be on that side. And I wanna tell you, that the spiritual world is an integration. Yes. It is not just this side and this side. 
we have the physical world because we have the spiritual world. It is an right. integration. And so it's like, oh, if you just want to be just meditating and looking at your crystals and that's it. But yeah, but you're here in the physical world. So what can you do to enjoy the physical world too? It is an integration. If I'm writing my books, that is an integration. If I'm twerking, that is an integration. If I'm drinking my teas, that is an integration. Maybe I want to do some pole dancing. That's an integration because what I'm learning is that spirit wants us, it's an integration of things that I do. My business is a fucking spiritual practice, but people would not normally think that that is spiritual as well, but it, no, it is. It is a spiritual practice because it involves myself and my discipline and what I'm doing and putting out in the world. Now, y'all can hop in at any time. I wanna hop in. <laughs> Cause I do tell people that all the time, especially during readings, they'd be like, you know, how can I just be happy? And like you were just saying, with spirituality, there is no just being happy all the time. Duality exists for a reason. You're going to have days when you're feeling like shit. And the reason you're feeling like shit or uncomfortable or confused or stressed or having anxiety is because spirit is trying to bring something to your awareness. It's trying to show you, hey, this needs to be changed or this person needs to be removed from your life or you need to go take a nap or just whatever. It could be to the highest extreme or to the lowest. But there is, people got to remember that it's an ebb and flow. It's going to be good days. It's going to be bad days. But at the same time, you have to get used to, I'm not going to be in this perfect place all the fucking time. That's just unrealistic. And I do hate when the spiritual community or people just getting into the spiritual community, they start to promote how, oh, just be positive all the time. That's so unrealistic. Because you are going to have days where you feel low and you have to embrace that also and get comfortable with, you know, I'm just not feeling good today and that's okay. But tomorrow I could be feeling a little better or putting in work to start feeling better. But yeah, I can't stand when people in the spiritual community do just try to promote the light all the time because it's not just light. Everything has a balance, you know, it's good and bad and everything. Like you were saying with your work, that's a spiritual practice. Yeah. I had someone come to me and tell me, oh, you shouldn't be charging that much or charging whatever for your readings. You should be doing it for free because spirit came to you and gave you free information. Oh, I'm like, free. I like how y'all made a thing. I had to put in like, work to get where I am. This did not come overnight, sweetheart. If my ancestors come to me and tell me I need to put a price on it, that's what I'm going to do. You know, and I feel like in a, some people in the spiritual community, too, are still having issues with accepting abundance, which is your money flow, honey. Yeah. Nobody, being wealthy or being rich is not evil, you yeah. know. And I feel like that does need to be talked about a lot because a lot of people think that being wealthy or comfortable is a sin almost. And that, yeah. I feel like that comes from religion. Mm-hmm. If we if we want to be real about it, yeah, we can talk about that in a quick second. Anybody want to chime in about the spiritual world? Right. That made me think like about you know pe- people saying that maybe if reading should be free, but it's a reading is a take not free because it deplete it takes a lot of energy. Okay, to tap in to really um to to channel and by you know so it's an energy exchange. So I don't I feel like it's just it adds to ba- it, it it adds the balance you know. The spiritual and the physical and you know money is is one form of exchanges there's you know so many different forms of exchanges as well and you know wealth a lot of times people also relate wealth to 
finances, but it's also so broad as well. Like, you know, we have abundance of, yes, we can have an abundance of income, but we can also have, you know, an abundance of peace, of joy, of appreciation, of gratitude. And um, I just felt, I felt you so hard too, when you were talking about being a successful business person and being busy and that is so you know it's goals and then when you're there it's like if you don't have it set up a team like everything you're not going to be able to enjoy what you've created what you've worked so hard for that's something that i'm experiencing right now because i am so busy that it's like when do i you know when do spiritual workers take their time for themselves when do people who give and give and give and give take that time and it's like you know as you know as women as 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 healers we i feel like that's natural for us but a lot of a lot of our energy too we need to like take take that back take that power back feed it into ourselves see trust is a big thing for me wow i realized that too it's very hard for me to trust people and you know opening up open up that heart chakra let them in see what's up and just because one person could be a weasel doesn't mean that everyone is yeah yeah no no i tell you love like i got you to listen i got you on matola I'm telling you, like, that's not the life. <laughs> that's mm. not the life. Like, I get it. Like, I was there. Like, I, I, and I get why I was there. Like, I get starting and doing everything yourself. And then again, okay, no, I need help. And then it's like, no, no, I need more help. And then, no, I have to trust more. Like, I need you to do this, you know, because it's like, that's just not the way. Um, the work that I do or the work that y'all do eventually can help be eating somebody else, can help somebody else's pockets, can help somebody else's knowledge. So right now, like I have a mentor, she's my intern, but she's my intern. And it, I had to do a, a little light, little throw of a little shell to know if I should work, if I should have her be my personal assistant, so to say, because being a personal assistant to me is very close. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? You getting all my shit, you knowing all my shit. And that requires a lot of trust. And so even though I have team members and they do stuff like that, that's still a trust. Giving somebody access to my Instagram so that they can post for me, so that they can comment for me, that's trust, baby. You know, so it's like, I doubted using her. And the thought that came to me literally after I throwed multiple times, they were like, no, her, 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 her. Don't hire nobody else, her, her, her. And before I left the room from talking to my ancestors, the thought that came to me was like, have a little faith in the girl. Have a little faith in the girl. That's a lesson for me. Working with her is also helping me be a better leader, right? Because it's helping me mentor her in a way, right? She's reading Sacred Woman right now. Mm-hmm. Talking about, which, by Queen of Fool. I always talk about Sacred Woman by Queen of Fool. Like, you know, and doing a book club. And I can tell her my personal experiences with Sacred Woman, but it's like, I, people ask me all the time, do you do one-on-one mentorship? And I say, no, because in my mind, I'm like, bitch, that's work. That's time. <laughs> and that's kind of taken away from me that I don't want to do yeah, right now. Exactly. So her being in this position, she gets paid. But then also we have conversations to where things are coming up in her life. I can provide or be a source for her. And that's different. That's another way of me leveling up in my growth and my discipline spiritually. And so I just wanted to say that kind of time because I, I get it. Like, I get it. I'm still working on opening up my heart and trusting more. Girl, I had gotten a massage. I'm going to tell you, I had gotten a massage at Jeju the other day. Mm. Tell y'all, I tell y'all, God wanted me to get a massage by a black man. Okay, Jeju is a Korean spa. Okay, Love you have it. Korean and Asian descent workers. 
And so when I went there, I was feeling low and I really wanted a massage. And I got a massage and I saw a black woman. I was like, like, cause they, I never see black women in there. Like I see black women in there getting the services. I don't see them there working. And so I thought she was just going to sign me up. And I thought I was going to get an Asian descent person to, you know, rub me down. But then she started doing the work. I said, oh, am I getting my massage from her? Cool, cool. No problem. And in my head, I said, God wanted me to have a massage by a black woman, right? So she was doing her work, doing her work and tapping and doing this stuff. And after we were done, I said, do you read uh, energy? And she said, yes. I said, what did you see? And then she said, uh, we could talk about it outside. And so we talked about it. And she told me certain things I had to work on, my throat chakra and my heart, and different things, different blockages that may, I may have had at that time. And she had talked about opening up my, my heart chakra and trusting. And mm -hmm. I said, that's exactly what the fuck I'm working on. You know what I'm right. trying to say? So spirit has a way of sending those different people at different times to give you those reminders on what you have to work on. And so when you expanding, just saying Clementine, find somebody. Find somebody, <laughs> girl, because <laughs> you're busy and because then you're not able to work in your full power. We want you to be able to work in your full God-given power and you have to be at peace. You have to be up. And if it's a if it's a couple of days off, girl, take it. Now I knew Omitola and Jay. I'm gonna go Omitola first, then Jay. Yeah, I just want to reiterate the fact that, um, you know, people come to us for, it, magic is not a quick fix. Like, magic is not a quick fix. So just being able, if you're coming to find out a reading, your life may be turned upside down, you're looking for guidance. So don't expect, you know, I mean, perhaps quick fix sometimes, but also be open to the new path, be open to creating a foundation for this work to take place in your life, doing your prayers, doing your meditation, connecting, um, um, setting up an altar for your ancestor, you know, but being able to, to develop your life around that and not just, okay, well, I'm gonna just and pay this person to do this or get this work done. Being able to incorporate that within your life, it's, 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 it's important. Shame. I totally agree with that. Totally can agree. I put can I put in on that? Go ahead. Um I do hear a lot in readings or just people as a whole, they do think when you get a reading that's supposed to give you the blueprint of like she said, a quick fix almost. And it's not. It's a lot of internal work depending on what you're going through that needs to take place. And you have to be conscious and really dedicate yourself to, like she said, either creating an altar to connect more with your ancestors or to um, tune more to yourself, make a sacred space for yourself. We can't expect the healers we go to all the time to give us a step-by-step -step plan and we're supposed to check up on you and call you and make sure you're doing the work. You have to be on your own shit and make sure you're doing your own work, too. You have to... I always tell people, whatever healing you're going to or channel or intuitive, make sure you can meet them halfway. Because at the end of the day, we have our own work to do, too, and we can't baby you through the process. And there is times when we're going to be giving you messages, and it's not what you want to hear. And you have to be open to that. You know, and I feel like a lot of people aren't open to hearing a bad thing. They just want to hear the good, you know, and yeah. I want to hear, I'm going to be okay, which you are if you put in the work, that's you true. know, and uh, yeah, that's on that. <laughs> Dave, what were you going to say? Do you Me? remember? Yeah. I just wanted to talk about like respect with the spiritual people that you're choosing to go to for the people that are listening. Okay. Um, for people that like haven't got a reading before, or maybe people who are thinking about getting a reading. Um, and like you guys were talking about, I, I'm also in a place too where I'm so busy that I'm always on my phone like 24 seven. 
Um, so I just want to say for people that are missing, be respectful towards your spiritual workers. Like if you go to somebody because you're drawn to them and they say, you know, we're going to make this potion under the full moon and the full moon just passed and you have to wait a month for shipping, don't, you know, like rush that person. Or if somebody says, you know, I'm going to send out email readings by Friday and it's Thursday morning, don't go rushing that person. Or if somebody you go on their website, because it happens to me all the time and that person's book like three months out, don't message them and be like, hey, I know your book's out three months, but can you give me it? Because like for us to be, you know, good at what we're doing and for us to give you the um, healing and the answers and the, you know, products and everything that you need that are going to work really well, we have to be our best self. So if you, you know, see us working all the time and then you happen to see us out at a bar on Instagram or something, don't hop in the DMs and be like, oh, where's my, because it's like, y'all don't understand how much we work, you know? Exactly. So if, you're coming at us exactly. With if you're coming at us with anxious energy, for me, what I'm about to start doing is just if people come to me and, you know, it's before the time that I told you someone's going to be ready and you're rushing me and being anxious, I'm going to block that person from booking anything else with me because if y'all want respect from us and you guys want us to do a good job for you, you have to meet us halfway. It's mutual and it's worth it. Speaking of, you know, like products and stuff like that, like Big Empress Energy, I have her little stuff right here. You made this underneath. Can y'all see that? I got my green screen. Yeah. But you made this underneath like a moon, right? Yes. I can't even get this shit to show. I'm sorry. I see it. I see it. Okay, I'm like, I can't. I have to back out. I can't get this to show. That's but cool. anyway, no, remember I told you like halfway through June, I was working really well. Yes. I swear to God, June ended and I made like half of what I used to make in one year and one month. That is the reason. And, and, I, and I use this stuff every day. And so that's, why that's why it's important to like, you know, let people take their, you know, let it's going to be worth it. But you yeah. guys, y'all got to quit rushing us. Y'all got to be patient, okay? Because we got, you know what I'm saying? We, we have stuff going on and we try to take care of you guys the best we can. Okay. Now, now what's the name? We got to give the name so people know what the product name oh, was. Yes. Right? That's I'm gonna try to put I can't get this shit to show. What's it called though? Uh, it's called Benjamin's Baby. Can you see it now? Benjamin. I'm showing it like people can take a screenshot. <laughs> I got it. It's it's still on my website right now too. It's I'm doing it in a bigger size, a one ounce, because um, so it could like last longer. And um, yeah, that's the Benjamin's Baby. That's my money oil. Okay. So yeah, her get that money oil. Right? Where to God that girl? I was like, look at this right here. Bless, <laughs> yes. and like I do charge all my oils under the moon and that's another thing with shipping like I'm, I let it know that my website but it could take long sometimes you could place an order you understand that it's a pre-order it has to be in the moon and you might get it a month later like this is not Amazon you know what I'm saying but exactly. you it, it works like the work needs to speak for itself so like that because I like that you mentioned that Jay uh and I've, I've actually seen a lot more people mentioning that a lot more people have said I'm not Amazon. You're not going to get this shit in two days. I somebody else say, well, she wants to be like Amazon eventually with her shipping, but she sells hair products. She wants her shipping to be as good as Amazon, and I get it. So, but when I think when it comes to, like, the things that you guys are hand-making, going out to the river, going out to the moon, working with energy and nature, that's going to take time. Just like Jay had mentioned, if it worked under the full moon. It was sitting on the full moon. 
we gotta let that energy be, be infused and take some time if you really want it to work. If she just quickly put it up together and no intentions or whatever, of course, when you get it, put your own intentions in it too. But some people need to put their energy and their actual intention to add the juju, to add the magic for it to do what it's supposed to do. And so I'm really glad that Jay, you talked about just be patient. You know, be patient. That's who you're working with. You're not working with some robots. Okay, we have that right. that you have mentioned. Right. Um, did you want to say something, Amitola? No, I was just saying right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want to know um, how y'all got on this spiritual path and how y'all began to embrace it. By mm -hmm. raise of hand, who wants to go first? How did you get on the spiritual path and how did you begin to embrace it? Go ahead, Naya. Um, when I was younger, I say between probably seven and 13, I used to have premonitions like crazy. I will literally have dreams that will manifest exactly the way I saw it and it will scare the shit out of me. Yeah. And I used to go to my mom, like, I think we I had one vivid dream and I told her, I was like, I don't think you and my dad's gonna be together no more. And she was like, Don't say that, because at the time everything was good. Nothing was going on, everything was great. She was like, Don't say that, but that dream kept repeating itself, kept repeating itself, kept repeating itself until I told her. Yeah. So years down the line, it ended up happening and they ended up getting a divorce. And then even between that, I started at the time I didn't know I was doing this, but I used to astral travel a lot when I was a kid. Or I'd just be chilling, eating breakfast at the table, and I would feel um my like I would feel my spirit leave my body. And there was a couple of times where I would be overviewing my house. That mm. used to scare the shit out of me. I didn't know what was going on. I legit thought I had a problem. Yeah. And for a long time, I did kind of shut it out because I was like, that's weird. I didn't know nobody that was experiencing what I was going through. But then uh, fast forward, I was in a very toxic relationship. And those same nudges and <sighs> a lot of things were just happening to me that was weird. I started having premonitions again. I started, um, my clear audience started coming out. I started hearing messages, like literally like somebody sitting next to me telling me to leave this man or to uh, look at this or look at this paperwork, look at what he's doing, like giving me little nudges on what to do to the point where I was like, I can't ignore this no more. I have to embrace it. Like they're coming to me for a reason. And a lot of the information they was giving me was accurate as fuck. I was like, okay. So from then I, it made me tune into myself. Cause like I said, I didn't have no one to go to and ask like, what's going on with me? My family was totally against anything supernatural. Um, they were very by the book. So it forced me to like build myself and start doing research on what this means, you know, um, and just embrace the feeling. So it sent me down a path, like I said, of, of, like doing research, uh, throughout that process, I did go through a mini depression because, like I said, I had no one to turn to when I was in that relationship and going through that toxicity and dealing with these, like I said, spirit messages or whatever was happening. I was just confused, but it, it really forced me to go within. And in the process of going within, I noticed as I was doing this research, uh, learning how to meditate, learning how to tune the energies, going into nature. I started to feel loved. I started to feel like I wasn't alone. I started to feel like um, I have a clear vision of my future. And I was like, I want to share this with people. 
And it took me some time before I came out and started reading for people and stuff, but I always noticed throughout my life that people would gravitate towards me for advice. Not necessarily for readers, but they just come to me and be like, nah, you just you just look like someone I could talk to and I just want to talk to you. And right. I use that to my advantage and it's just not literally to my advantage, but I was like, okay, I can help people. And I was never into tarot. Uh, my little sister actually bought me a deck randomly. She was like, I think you can use these. I was like, what the fuck? Divinely. Like, what is Divinely. <laughs> what is tarot? She was like, I don't know. I just felt the need to show you this. And I went on YouTube and started watching videos about it. And I never put the deck down. And that was, what, two years ago when I started using tarot cards? And my life took a totally different turn from there. It was like spirit was like, do this, do this, you know, read for this person. Read. And it just opened up so many doors for me, and I'm really grateful for it. Do this full time now? Huh? Do you do this full time now? Yes, yes, I do. Okay. Who yes, I do. Who's next? Go ahead, Anita, laugh. Wow, such a beautiful story. <laughs> Thank I love you. It. I love the way. You can't, you can't run for what's for you. You know, right. you can't run from your past. And right. I say that as I talk to myself, because I'm stubborn, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stubborn, but um, a little bit about my journey. I was in childhood. I, would, I always used to read a lot, write a lot. Um, and I remember in high school, I would see visions, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm a creative, so I make up stories. My, I'm an overthinker and Oftentimes, I'm like, well, maybe I'm just, like, making this stuff up, right? But I could, like, look at people and, and see, you know, see their pain, see what's going on. So, I, but it was just too much. It was, it was so overwhelming. I shut that down. So when I got to college um, and I went to, I started doing yoga and meditation, that opened me back up to that. So I'm like, oh, gosh, here we go again. But at this time, I was more ready. I was in an environment where, you know, um, African traditional religions were around, you know, the Bimbe's, the Misa's, I got in reading, and it's like, yes, this is who you are, this is what you should be doing, and I'm like, who, what, when, where, how, why, you know, it's like, growing up, I would see my mom going to the reading, and, you know, she would do stuff around the house, but it wasn't like she sat me down to teach me and give it to me like that, you know, um, so since then, you know, still doing stuff here and there. Um, took Sacred Woman by Queen of Fua, and anytime we would have Misa, <laughs> I mean, not Misa, meetup, um, oftentimes the meetups would be at my place, and uh, we brought a, a Oshun priestess who was working with us at the time, and again, it, 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 I was always the, um, I don't want to say, I mean, I guess I could say the leader. I was always the leader. I was always in that environment in some capacity, and just experiencing Oshun coming down, um, that time on me it was it was like okay like at a certain point you, you have to surrender because like you're saying your life will not get better and like I tell people your life will not get better until you stand on your star you know until you're on your path so it's like you know even with the binding spells and the this and the that you cannot create what is for you you cannot bring to you what is not for you and you cannot run what is what is for you as well you know what I mean so that was like my my first foot in the door or that was that was my reintroduction to my foot in the door but since then you know still all the negative preconceived um, um connotations about witchcraft and you know what is it i do so i'm still doing me you know i'm still on my path <laughs> I still, you know go to my retreats and everything else like that 
but it was really when and i'm and i'm picturing like you all know that scene in beyonce's video where uh she's busting through the door and the water's yep. coming out and stuff <laughs> that <laughs> moment for me was when um when my mother saw me and when my mother affirmed me and i was at a um it's a cruise style retreat soul care retreat um look it up beautiful beautiful sister and um I went and she asked me to do the prayer. We did a libation and offering to the ancestors because y'all, oh God, I'm just, okay. I won't get too upset, but y'all, I mean, they literally got a fucking like area outside of like bought out cave, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's people, it's children die, you know, poor right across the fence and y'all got, you know what I mean? So we, we did an offering at the um, at the spot to venerate to venerate us venerate black and brown people venerate um, the land, and it was magical. It was surreal. It you know my mom even to this day she said oh my god I can't believe you know I, I just kept on looking down and she's like that's my daughter that's my daughter so you know later that night I was telling people messages and everything of course and and anytime I. You know, I, I know y'all can attest. Spirit talk to you all day about whoever, but I like to mind my business. So I always <laughs> ask. I'm like, you know, there's a there's a message. Spirit has something to share with you. Are you open to receiving it? And if they say yes, I'll share. If not, and that was the agreement that I made with Spirit. Because I'm like, okay, y'all giving me all this information, but I don't know these people. These people don't know me from a can of paint and I don't know them, you know. So that was my way to introduce it so we're sitting at the table and I'm, I'm sharing and the sisters receiving it and everything and my mom later on that night um she was like Raquel you know you got you got to do this you got you know you have a gift it you know you you have to keep on going and I'm like you know I always knew that but it was just something me and my sister circle did you know and I was the go-to person and everything but when my mother affirmed me, when the creator, when my creator gave me authority to move forward, I could not care about what anybody else thinks. The person who's responsible for my life, for my ashe, has given me right, has told me what to do. So I could not, it, it matters not. And even now it's like, you could, I don't give a damn. If you think I'm the devil, if you do, Think what you want to think. That's okay. Think what you want to think. You know what I mean? Like I'm clear on my path and I know I do good work and I know who I, you know, connect to and what's in my heart. So, um, yeah, since then it's just been like, okay, shit, you know, mama said I got to do it. So let me do it, you know, and it's just, it's just been a blessing. And, you know, uh, going to Oyotunje, getting the name change, Omitola, uh, Oladuni. Uh, it, it's just, it's just so magical. And, and even as of recent, me stepping more into my power and accepting my role more and more, it's like, for me, I thought I would be tired. I thought I would be overwhelmed, but it's actually the, the opposite, you know, like um, Yemaya, my good sister Naya, she's been bringing me many, many people and I've been working a lot with her recently. And I'm like, wow, I just, I'm like, well, good, good goddamn. If I would have known this, you know, a long time ago, I would have surrendered a long time ago. I'm <laughs> telling you. But it's a part I'm of the journey. You. What you say, sis? I feel the exact same way. I literally told my sister that I was like, damn, I wish I would have stepped into this a long time ago because I you feel so I mean? fulfilled. Like, the best thing I've ever did was choose my path. Yes. 
Yes. So <laughs> I just, you know, I want to encourage everyone to to stand on your star. That's what I, you know, stand on your star. You were created for a purpose, for a reason, and it matters not what other people think. But that's a part of the journey, you know. And it's no time to beat yourself up and say, "Damn, I should have did this, should have did that." Oh my God, I'm, no, that's a waste of time. Just do yeah. you, you now. Now you have the information. Now you have the authority. Walk in your path. That's it. Right. So. I've been doing that and I, I'm just, I'm just so not, not so much surprised, but I'm, I'm blessed. Like you said, that, that fulfillment. I cry daily, you know, if it's yeah. tears of joy or, you know, tears of, I can't do it or I don't know, whatever the tears are, yes. not good or yes. bad, but I cry, you know, <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's my journey. Thank you, beautiful. Thank you, beautiful. Who's next? Come inside, Jay. Who next? Uh, I'll go next. All right. Go ahead, love. It all started back in 1994 when I came into the earth. <laughs> but, but no, I have always been spiritual. Like, I don't really talk about this a lot on social media because I be, you know, sharing my story to people. But when I was like a little kid, I had my first like weird experience where my friend, I was, I had been like seven, but my friend told me about her friend who had passed away. She got hit by a semi-truck. She didn't tell me her name. She didn't tell me what she looked like. She just told me about her. And that night I went home and I had a dream. I saw the girl. I saw what she looked like. She told me her name. She was talking to me. And so I go to my friend the next day. I'm like, hey, was your friend's name such and such? And did she look like this? And did she have glasses? And it was her. And it was then that I knew that I've been gifted my whole life. And like, obviously I did the Christian thing and everything. And um, one thing about Christianity that Christianity that I love is that it taught me to have faith, which is important, you know, with, with witchcraft and law of attraction and manifesting, you have to have faith and know that things are going to work out for you. So because I um, got so much faith with Christianity and I was always motivated and uplifted after leaving church, I told myself, like, when I grow up, I, I actually wanted to um, help domestic violence victims. So before I started doing this, I had a nonprofit where I was helping domestic violence victims um, with everything that they needed and you know also offering them that uplifting and that healing and that support and that motivation and I told myself I need to go have a business so I can pay my bills and run my nonprofit full-time and then God like snatched me up and he was like here you're not gonna help just domestic violence victims but you're gonna help everybody and I remember I had like I was already on my spiritual path not like I am now but I had got divorced I was isolated from my friends, from my family. It was literally just me and my son and my ex-husband, like in Washington, D.C., 16 hours away from where I'm from. And I just remember, like, I kept going to this crystal shop buying crystals. I was buying hematite, as a matter of fact, to help protect my energy from him. And one day, I, it was really weird. And you guys probably understand because y'all had these experiences. But one day, I was walking out the crystal shop and I did not have my wallet. My aunt came up there to help me move back home and I brought her. I didn't bring my wallet. And as I was leaving, I was like drawn towards the tarot cards. I, like, it's, it's like I wasn't doing it. My body just walked over. I dug through the cards until I found me a deck that I was drawn to. And then I took it home and I just knew how to read out of nowhere. And so for me, I didn't wait. Like two days later, I jumped in. And of course I was charging like, you know, $12 when I first started and everything like that. But I like jumped in immediately and like God just opened up, you know, I had the gifts when I was a kid and then they've always been here, but it just kind of 
it was like in that moment when I was going through like the worst time in my life, I turned to spirituality for healing. And then I just so happened to like find my life purpose and then get to where I'm at now on my spiritual journey. So it's been like, cause I never thought, you know, I never, I was supposed to be a nonprofit owner. I wouldn't, but it's like, wow, like this is what you wanted for me. Have you, been, have you been in a domestic uh, violent relationship before? Yeah. Okay. So I have a five-year-old son. It's my baby. Um, and his dad, that was my high school sweetheart. We were together for five years. And y'all, he was so abusive. Like he was so, the only reason, the only reason that I left him is because I had a son. Cause you know, if you've been in that situation, you're like weak, you're broken down. You feel like this is it for you. Sometimes you feel like you're going to die. Because yeah. I remember texting my mom one day and I told her, hey, if I die tonight, bury me with, it was like a picture I wanted her to bury me with. Because my baby died, you know, he always, I thought he was going to fucking kill me. So we were together for five years and it was physical, emotional, mental. And I had PTSD for years after. But my baby, like once my baby came, I was like, you know what? I wasn't strong enough to leave for me and that's my fault, but I'm going to be strong enough to leave for you. And so we separated within like the first year that my son came. And so that's why I love helping people, but domestic violence victims are close to my heart because I've been through that. Like I've been so broken down. I've been choked while I was pregnant, had shit thrown at me, had my stuff destroyed been threatened to be killed multiple times and you know had bruises and busted lips and, and shit like that and it's just like I always want to be there I'm gonna cry y'all it's like that was a rough time okay, honey. you know I just want to be there for people that been through that but then God told me to help everybody so I'm doing this but you know domestic violence victims they really you know have a we love you girl <laughs> I definitely I didn't deal with the physical aspect necessarily but the relationship I was telling you that was toxic it was mental as constantly put me down and tried to if I ever try to leave he'd be like I'm gonna kill myself and me being the impact I am I was like no I don't I don't want you to do that you know what can I do to help you like my crazy ass try to help him better himself and forgetting all about me so I definitely get where you're coming from and I do see it's crazy in a sense like how the universe use certain things that we go through to lead us to our path so even though I hated that situation for me or whoever had to experience that, you too, honey, it led you to what you were supposed to do. And now you have the insight and the strength to show people, yeah, you can get out of this situation too. As hard as that shit was, you can leave and you can better yourself and you can become something great. It's just a matter of having that shift. And do you really want this for yourself? You and know? that's what I'm trying to tell people because it's like people will tell me, well, I have a kid and I... I try to tell people, like, when I left that abusive relationship, I'm a single mom, and I do get help. Like, my parents are so, especially, like, me being a business owner, my parents are so helpful now because they weren't at first. But, you know, I remember, like, I wasn't even going to leave, but I was, like, you know what? And I was scared, like, how am I going to pay bills? Like, like what am I going to do? Because at that moment, I was working a job making $11 an hour, and I had a newborn baby. Babies are expensive. And I just remember, like, I left and at first I would say like the whole time until the past like two years I struggled I was broke like I was broken down like I was just going through hell but you could always pull yourself and and that's why I do what I do because I want to let people know you could pull yourself back up I did it with 
I went from making, you know, $20,000 a year and broke, no, no, nothing, taking care of a baby by myself with a job that I hated. And I, I don't know who else on here got kids, but you know, whenever you go through shit, you can't even go through it like you want to because you, now you have your kids, my bad. Now you have your kids that's coming up to you talking about mommy, what's wrong? And it's just like, damn, well, I can't let you. So it's like harder, but you know, now it's like life is so, I make four times more than what I used to make. I have my dream job, my baby's taken care of, and we're both happy and healed. And of course, now I try to focus on my son and healing him through any trauma that he experienced, especially with the situation that he was born into. But I do want people to know like, it's okay. And your my DMs don't be open for people to have spiritual talk open-ended, like you need to book me for that. But when it comes to domestic, domestic violence situations, I always try to be there because you just be feeling so helpless in that situation. Like, oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Y'all have made me cry this morning. It's healing. <laughs> it is healing. It's healing. Uh, Jay, and I want to say um, thank you uh, for sharing that. Um, thank you for sharing that. And I still think that you should just start your nonprofit. Continue what the work that you're doing. But um, I definitely feel that it's on your spirit to still focus on uh, domestic violence victims. So whatever that may look like for you, along with the work that you're doing, um, I think is something that you should do. But I know that the Selfish Page listening really felt it. They felt touched by what you had to share. I felt touched by what you had to share. And I'm just so happy that even with the tears that you know came flowing through, it was real. And that's what Selfish Babes is about, about being real. So thank you, boo. Like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm going to go find my paperwork next week to, to redo my nonprofit here in Texas. <laughs> now we're going to get to Clementine. So um, what brought you on the path and how have you embraced it? Right. Um, I feel like for, you know, I've always been, you know, attra attracted to, um, spirituality and, and religion, God, the universe, and all of that. So um, for me, it, it always felt very natural. I am someone who very, very like, okay, I have a lot of Gemini in my chart. So I'm very like clear audience. So I would always like get downloads and messages, you know, from spirit and the things that like I would hear is like coming true or like things that like, I, I don't know how I would know that. And it's just like, for me, I'm like, okay, I never really thought much of it. I'm also someone who's really passionate about writing. And I always saw myself as a writer. Okay. I always wanted to write. That's what I studied in, in, in college, creative writing. Um, so that's kind of like how I ended up here. I started reading tarot in high school um, because I went to like a bookstore and I saw a deck and I was attracted to it. So I just started reading like friends and family and I read friends and family for years right i never saw myself as um a reader or anything like that it was kind of something i don't know i guess that i feel like it was it's just one of my callings i guess that it's what happened but i started out trying to be you know a writer and then i i became a teacher i was a middle school teacher i just uh resigned from the department of education to do this full time um and I had started basically reading for others when I was, you know, in my master's program, but I also needed something like I had my son, I was going through a divorce, I was going through so much, like definitely like a, one of those dark night of the soul type moments. I was, I have gone through so much 
um, transformation, I feel like in the past few years, ever since I had my son, really, um, who's three, um, and I was in a, you know, I feel like, you know, spiritual women or women who are very strong, we do, um, you know, we do find ourselves sometimes in these abusive relationships. So I was definitely in a, you know, I was about to break up with my son's father before we had my son. And then we kind of moved because I was living in California. So then I found myself back in New York and I needed something for me. So I've, my cards have always been with me. Like they're always been with me. But when I had my son, I started getting Oracle cards. I always had the same tarot deck for the past 10 years. Then I started getting Oracle cards. I was into like all the, you know, reading all the guidebooks. Um, And I was like, I want to write about what I'm learning. So I started my Instagram. So when I first started my Instagram, it was just me writing about tarot. Then I started offering readings to the public and it just took off from there. You know, my readings turned out to be very accurate and it just took over. It, everything just started taking over. I've been following my girl, Naya, since I started, I feel like. So Naya that knows. <laughs> Naya See, knows. your role, honestly, girl, is, is, is beautiful as fuck and very inspiring. Because I'm like, damn, look at my girl go. Because I remember when you mm-hmm. was like at 500. And right. to see where you are now, it really just goes to show when a person dedicate themselves and this is really what you want to do, you can make something from it. Uh, just got to be consistent and you got to be real. And that's yeah. one thing about you, the way you show up, it's just, it's like, okay, if anybody don't like you, they just hate it at that point. <laughs> 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 because like, you're fun and like you said, your, your messages are accurate. And it's just like, damn, like, it's beautiful. It's just beautiful to see. So I commend you for stepping out there and going outside of your comfort zone, you know? Yes, I think that, thank you so much. And that was definitely something that it was, because for me, I started as a writer, so it was very behind the scenes. But I saw that my whole life changed when I went in front of the camera and started mm-hmm. sharing myself, my, you know, my personality, my authenticity. Then, you know, I really help myself to help others. I had got a reading also like when I had first had my son because I wanted to get a reading about, you know, my baby daddy. So I had got the reading and then I went to this like psychic out here. I live in Long Island and she's like, you're a healer. You, you've come here to heal people. And like, I feel like that also changed me because I was like, what? I'm a healer. Like it gave me so much um so I feel like it's just when something is for you you know when you're living in your purpose it's going to flow and I feel like with the guidance of like listening to my ancestors and my guides and my whole team I have been able to kind of just like change my offerings change what I'm doing and just be a channel you know for for feeling power for inspiration for I feel like empowerment that's kind of like my thing I just try to lift 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 up people's voices so that they can like shed a lot of insecurities and just like step into their power for me like 10 years ago I my mother is a is a psychotherapist and um, she got me really involved with like um, science of the mind and Ernest Holmes and like Mm. all of these studies of how you can really change your mind psycho cybernetics so I've always really been into that and I always you know write affirmations was my thing Louise L. Hay all of that was like my thing like 10 years ago okay so like that's where my foundation so that is where my readings tend to kind of go into empowerment and like using the power of your mind the power of you know of of manifestation I I don't really like the word manifestation because I feel like 
I have a lot of things. I use it because it's it's an accurate thing, but I also want to put that out there that it kind of has some connotations too. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm just. You heard me, girl. Communication. You gotta get the tea. What's the connotation? The connotations. Okay, I feel like maybe with manifestation, it could be like it has a thing of like maybe being water watering down what it is. It's really not about mm-hmm. manifestation more than like alignment or, you know, it's a, some manifestation can also sound very materialistic, you know, or egocentric. And it's like, it, it, it's like more than that. That's why I kind of don't like it. Even though I, you know, know that we can manifest and like it's up, you know, I love, I love having that power and knowing that I can make something happen out of, you know, just an intention, but it just, it takes more than that. Cause you can want something so bad, but if it's not for you, it's never going to be for you. It's never going to happen. Like you're just going to keep, you know, trying to go down a road that is going to lead you nowhere. Can I, can I throw in on that? Go ahead. Right. What I tell people too, cause I, I do get that question a lot. Like how can I manifest this specific thing? And what I tell people too, we we're manifesting 24 seven. There's not a moment where we're not manifesting, but it goes back to what Clementine was saying that it just depends on what you're aligned with at that time. You know, if you constantly attracting, uh, I don't like to say necessarily negative experiences, but since experiences that you don't want at that time in your life, then you have to ask yourself, where am I energetically? What have I been thinking about? What have I been giving my focus to? Because that's going to show what you're pulling into your life. That's what you become a magnet for. So honestly, to me, manifesting is not that hard. It just goes back to what are you thinking about? You know, and that reprogramming of the mind, because I know for me, that was a big thing growing up, especially when it comes to attracting things like money or abundance as a whole. Oh my God, being receptive. Like I was good at giving, but receiving was a challenge for me. I was like, big mouths of money. I can't, I can't keep that or I can't get that or I have to work really hard in order to attract it. So it just always goes back to energy. It's your energy with manifesting anything. I was going to say, I like uh, when Clementine had mentioned alignment. That word has been coming up for me a lot lately, alignment. So I like that you said that because I think it is about alignment. And um, now when you had said um, big amounts of energy and not working, like seeing that you have to work, now you're not wanting to work super hard for it. That's something that I'm, you know, reprogramming my own mind with the affirmations that I'm doing. Um, last week I was doing a vaginal steam and I was doing some affirmations and a song, like affirmations came to me that I needed, but they came to me in song form. And so the song form was just telling me that I don't have to, I don't have to work that hard, that I can sit back and relax and I can receive, I I can sit back and relax and I can receive. So even that, that's a change of mindset. That's a change of my subconscious thinking of like money and success and how does that look and, and changing it from like this hustle, hustle, bustle, bustle, bustle to no, I can sit back and relax. Everything else can be working for me. Right. And I can receive because I know before you have mentioned money mindset and we were going to talk about spiritual wealth and um, I have this challenge called um, the three days securing your back challenge that selfish babes can take. And it's really a challenge about money mindset. At the end, I give different people that they can follow to really start a business, but in it, it isn't about money mindset because what I have seen in the spiritual community is like, no, we're going to be in the grass and like, no, we're not going to have the nice cars. We're not going to have the nice shoes. We're not going to have the big house. That's yep. a nation. No, you can't have that. Yep. Looking at you crazy. What? 
So I can't be spiritual and rich? Isn't that part of it? It's abundant. Oh, spiritual rich, wealth. If I'm well taken care of, can I not give more in this world? If I have more, can I not share more in this world? And so I tell people that it's like having wealth is a part of your life. Growing wealth is a part of your life. If it's something you want. And Clementine had mentioned this too, that it's not just material. It's not just money. It is for me, the joy, the love, my health, the friends around me, the sisters around me. How do I feel on a da- daily basis? Because for me, that is a part of wealth and it, it, it grows uh, your perspective on wealth in a, in a way that integrates spirituality where I think people can understand it better. But it's not just laying in the grass, having as little as possible and giving right. it all to the world. That's not what it is. That doesn't right. make me comfortable. I know it makes me comfortable and everybody should know what makes them comfortable. Oh, me told that? Yeah, I was just gonna say, you know, um, energy goes where attention, you know, energy flows where your intention, where your attention goes. So it's just a matter of, I mean, we could talk all day about law of attraction, but I'm just grateful that you can change you know it's not like okay you're born with these set of parents and these set of circumstances and these blockages and you're just you you have to follow the script like you can literally change your life and you know as cliche as it sounds but live your best life but like you said all depending on what you want to do and what you have to do but that I think I think it's important to know that we can a lot of times it's like okay, well, maybe I, I just don't know. I didn't know that I could. So you're going in the same loops. You're going in the same toxic cycles because you, you're, you don't even think that you have the choice. You know, you're not even aware right. of your power to create right. the change that you want to see. So I'm, yeah, the power of the mind, the uh, power of subconscious mind, Joseph Murphy, all I, I, I love it. I love it because that's my foundation as well. The meditation, the yoga, the um, subconscious, conscious, it's, it's all relevant. Yeah, right. I have this last thing because I know that, and if I miss anybody, I know that Clementine and Jay, y'all do distance Reiki, right? Does anybody else do Reiki? I just want to make sure I have that together. Okay. I do, but not necessarily. I don't offer it online. I do it more in person. Okay, got it. So if y'all, one of y'all can go in and and tell us about Reiki and how it's helped people and what it does, um, because I think that will also be beneficial for the Selfish Page listening. Whoever wants to go first. I'll go first. Um, well, Reiki, I try to make this explanation very simple because I feel like it's like hard to explain, but Reiki is a Japanese healing technique. You go through and you heal the person energetically and people do it different, but it kind of has the same like effects pretty much. But the way, actually I became a Reiki practitioner because when I was going through my divorce and got into tarot, I got Reiki and it changed my whole life. Um, so anyway, but with Reiki, I mean, the way that I do it. I basically remove any outside blockages, outside negative energy that people have attached. And then I like to check people's chakras. I started checking people's chakras maybe like a year or so ago. But I like to see what's open and what's closed before I start. And it's normal to have stuff closed because we go through life. It just happens. But I like to tell people because if somebody's been feeling, um, I don't know, like they can't see the bigger picture or they've been feeling loss on a spiritual level or your third eye chakra is probably closed so i like to explain that to people go through heal open up everything one thing i do tell people about reiki it can help like raise your frequency it can help with stress and anxiety um it can help you sleep better it, can, it heals you but you know like we were talking about with tarot how you have to do your own work if you go get reiki it's not the quick fix reiki is not going to heal you from childhood trauma or 
other things that you've gone through or if you've been suppressing past situations because you didn't want to heal and you're like, you know what, let me get Reiki. It's not going to help heal everything. So it helps heal you, but you be having to do your inner work too. But I think Reiki is amazing. I mean, I get it with the type of work I do. I have to get it like every three months because it helps keep me grounded and centered. And I mean, yeah, I love it. My, and you know what I love about Ricky? I be talking to people with dead relatives and stuff. They be popping up to me. Like, I love it. When I'm like working on people's heart chakra, the other day, this girl, she, I was on her heart chakra and not her heart, I was on her throat chakra. They normally come at the heart chakra, but her throat chakra, I saw this younger guy in a suit and I was like, that's kind of weird, but I'm gonna pass the message along. And I was like, hey, this guy came up and he wants you to communicate with him. He was kind of young and he had his suit on. And she was like, oh my God, my brother, his birthday's today, and he passed away. And that'd be making me so, I love Reiki. Just just go get it if you never did it before, okay? It's going to change your life. It's crazy, Commissioner. I just want to throw in a quick, Jay, that you had got Reiki after your divorce. Yeah. I had got Reiki after my breakup because my ex kept coming back. He kept coming mm-hmm. back, and um, the lady was like, you need to break the cord. And I was like, what the fuck? Break the cord? I was like, yeah, break the cord. And when she finally did it, he did not contact me no more or anything. And I was like, I need to learn how to do this. And yeah, yeah you know what? Like, I'll go ahead. No, I was just, I was just saying that's what just got me. Like, I need to learn this, you know? Yeah. And my, yo, I swear to God, I got divorced like two years ago. I'm in a whole new relationship, by the way. They still be contacting me through email sometimes. I can't let go. But like with Reiki, <laughs> what he did for me. It broke my soul tie on my end. Like, I was able to let go of him, and I still have the pain and everything like that. But after the Reiki, it shifted my vibration where I was like, you know what? Fuck him, and this is what I'm going to do moving forward. And it almost gave me my, my power back to be. It's like when she was doing the Reiki, she, when I went to her, I told her, this is what's going on. Like, I didn't know about the chakras and shit. I just said, this is what's going on with me, and I need healing. And after it was over, I felt so empowered and and on a higher vibration and I just knew that things were going to be okay and with Reiki it actually with my first session it actually taught me how to heal myself because I was like okay like this is what it feels like to heal I want more I want more so I like that go ahead come time um for I also you know I had started getting Reiki um I definitely had a very who was that when I got Honestly, <laughs> I remember I had went through a very heartbreaking time. I had not, I heard about Reiki and everything. I was like, that's cool. But I was going through a really deep heartbreak and I did get a Reiki session. If I, it changed my life. It really helped me have an energetic shift. I felt it. It was, a, my first Reiki session was a distance Reiki session. And um, I just was just like, this is amazing. I I was really feeling, feeling the vibes. And then I also was in a, like a meditation um, an ancestral meditation. And I had gotten the message from my ancestors to, you know, do, do the Reiki. And this was like, I was just like, should I do it? Like, I don't know. Like, I'm not sure if this is for me, but when I got that confirmation, I, I set up to go uh, get my Reiki training by um, this beautiful woman in Brooklyn at her house. She had just had a baby. The vibes were just good. She was cooking like vegan, vegan food. And it was just like all day. And, and, and what I also loved about getting Reiki attuned is it also helps open up, you know, and I know you talked about this in your YouTube, Jay, it helps you open up your psychic ability as well. Mm-hmm. Like the attunement mm-hmm. really changes, uh, shifts something in you. Okay. And it's just like, wow, it really, 
expanded. And then I started, you know, doing Reiki on myself and my family. And then I also intuitively heard from my ancestors to mix it with candles. So now I, I started doing candle Reiki, which I basically do it. You know, it's like, a, it's a distance Reiki. And I also use the candles to help with the healing. And, um, and I just, I just love it. I just feel like it's, I, I just, live for for reiki and i also get reiki from you know other practitioners at least like once a month i try to just really whew, reset and every time i always feel amazing but i will say too with reiki sometimes you can feel amazing but sometimes you can also have emotional roller coasters or energetic crashes which has happened to me yes. too where you get reiki and it's like i feel great and the next day i feel like horrible like mm -hmm. and then it's like kind of your body needing to release i feel like yeah cool. i wanted to talk about that because i know like I don't do Reiki. I've had it done on me different times, but I know you guys, at least I've seen you guys post about it. So I wanted to make sure the Silver Spray knew. And last thing, I want to end this with my girl, Raquel Mutola. I just want you to kind of just give the woman some information about Oshun and mm -hmm. how she has blessed your life and just anything mm -hmm. you have to share about the great mother. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. I, okay, I'm a I'm a talker, so I'm gonna try to be quick. <laughs> but um, first off, Oshun is um, the misconceptions of Oshun, right? She is the goddess of sweetness, of love, of beauty, goddess of fertility. Um, known as the holy whore, but she's known as the holy whore because of her abundance and her fertility so you know a lot of times it's like oh i'm a woman of oshun so i can't just have I, I can't stop having sex with men and everything like that and it's like okay that's her call to you if you're having a, a, a over or over over sex drive you know yes sex is great but she the mother is calling you she wants to, she's bringing her children home so another thing with oshun um she she's the queen she's the queen mother of the mothers the mothers are the primordial forces that keep the universe together the creator sustainer and destroyer she is or she is queen mother of those um so oshun oh, she's blessed me blessed me and uh, she knows i'm stubborn so <laughs> work that i have to do i'm giving my bath you know um, bracelets making jewelry all those things are forthcoming but Oshun, essentially, she's the, she's the sweetest Orisha, but she's also a warrior. A lot of people don't know that side of her. She is, um, she's fierce in her form of Ibukule. She sits on the council of witches, you know, to, um, to correct those who need correction. So, and I say that because um, for a long time, I'm like, oh yeah, there's only good witches, you know, it's like this, this stuff is like good, people only use it for good, but no, they are, like we discussed earlier, there are some ones that, um, you know, may use it for bad and, and it's not a good or bad thing, it just is what it is. But um, Oshun, she is that too. So she's definitely not someone that you want to um, upset. You can't, you can't, you can't really upset her in that way, but just, I know a lot of people are like being more open to her because Beyonce has like dropped her name and everything like that, which I think is a really great thing, but also come to, come to her, come to yourself, come to your Ori, come to spirit, come to God with respect, come, come with it all with a sign of reverence and not only to give, but to, and not only to get, but also to give, building that relationship with her and, um, 
and laughter. She's about laughter. Like I hear laughter right now. She's like, and that was one thing that was uh, a lesson that I had to learn in my life because I'm so serious and everything has to be so perfect, you know, <laughs> but you know, laughter, laughing at your own lessons. And she, she, she will give to you as much as you are willing to receive. You know, I remember one time when we went to the, at the beginning of this year and um, Oshun had come down because we give offering to the to the river on the full moon, and I had asked her about my relationship, right? Yeah. And I'm like, uh, I said, yeah, you know, what's this? She's like, yeah, well, if you want to. So in my mind, I'm like, yes, you know how you manipulate <laughs> the message. <laughs> Ultimately, that re that relationship no longer exists, right? So. Yeah. She, she, she is truth. She is truth. She is honor. She is beauty. She is spirit, but uh, she's also a warrior. She's protector. My education, like Clementine, I'm, I'm an educator. I've been in uh, three and four year olds, you know, teaching. Uh, so she's a protector of the babies, protector of children, protector of fertility. Uh, she, 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 she's a, she's a badass. She's someone, she's someone good to have on your team, uh, but also no, come, come with her correct and come with respect you know um so yeah she she's powerful she works with the mothers the ancestors she she's a great great warrior to have in to having your pot to having your guys honey the whole time you was talking i was getting chills chills, chills, chills. <laughs> <laughs> i'm like okay yeah yeah what you want me to say to the people what's the word for today <laughs> so, i wanted um my good sister Raquel Mitola to give some insight on Oshun, because even though we are talking about spiritual readings on this podcast, at some point I know my selfish babes are going to want to go to specific deities. I always say, go to your ancestors first, build that ancestor altar first. I have a YouTube video, Onike OC Ancestor Altar, look it up. But I know that sometimes with different different phases of our lives call for different spirit guides sometimes, and it may come to us or we may be attracted to them and come to them. And so I wanted um, Rakal Omitola to give some insight on Yeye Oshun, who is a deity and traditionally known in like African spiritual traditions or African spiritual religion, so to say. And for me, um, when I was 22 and 23, going to FAMU in grad school and learning about how some of my fucking professors are priests and priestesses of this African path, this traditional path, like Ifa or Santeria or Vodun, priestess, priests and priestesses, helps me. Because for me, I needed to see Black faces in spiritual practice. And for me, at that time, Christianity was not what called me. When I learned about ancestor veneration, when I learned about going to the river or going out to nature and giving offerings, because there's a sense of reciprocity on receiving, that is how spirit connected to me. It made sense. It, I didn't have questions anymore. And so I know that there will be some selfish babes that may want to start working with specific deities. I will say, first of all, start doing your own research. I know I can't necessarily say go to these people and learn about these deities from them. I just happen to have those experiences where I was in those spiritual circles and able to be able to see spirit come down and work with specific deities. Or maybe I'm attracted to one, like one right now that I'm working with is Lakshmi the goddess of wealth. I'm very attracted to her. I'm working with her, right? I'm working more with Allegua. So it's just like, I know I want, I want my selfish babes to do their research online, but I also wanted them to hear about somebody's specific experience with working with the deity and what 
that what that can bring for their lives because sometimes it's just what we're working on within ourselves so maybe it's inner confidence maybe it's beauty maybe it's self-love and accepting myself the way that i am so i'm going to work with Gail shun right but right now i'm working with lakshmi she, it lakshmi is the goddess of wealth but she has so much more to her and a book that i thought was really great and helping me learn more about spirits that i'm still going through is called this the encyclopedia of spirits and I have this, they just, she, this writer by Ju, Jukia Elis, I don't know if I'm saying her name right, but she, I love that she was so diverse. She was so diverse. It wasn't just um, Greek mythology. It was also Nigeria. It was Haiti. It was around the world of different spirits that people can start working with. So for the Selfish Babes, um, listening and watching, I highly recommend that book. It's in the book list on the app as well. And um, I, we are wrapping this up, and I just want to give my beautiful ladies, my friend Raquel Mitola mentioned this, okay, we are on Oshun's Day, we're on Friday, one, two, three, Ashe. four, five, we got five ladies, Ashe. okay, it's a blessed day, and so Ashe. I just want to say thank y'all so much for your time and your feedback and the work that you do in this world, and for authentically showing up as yourself, authentically showing your magic, being unapologetic about whether or not you use the term witch or whatever, I just love that you guys are doing the work and I am affirming that the selfish babes that are listening and watching that they go to you guys for services. And um, I will be having you guys information below in the description, making sure that people know your Instagrams and how to contact. But if there's any last minute words that anybody wants to say, take this time now. All right, well, I just want to say thank you for having me here. It's definitely truly a blessing. And so like you said, the selfish babes out there, just continue to follow your truth. And don't be afraid to step more into your power because that's going to lead you to the love you want, the success you want, the better health you want, or whatever it is that you truly want from the universe. Just continue to do you and be happy doing it, you know? That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Thank you, Boo. I want to say to the chief who has returned home, Olanike Osigawale, thank you so much for your ashe. Thank you for listening to your ancestors. Thank you for answering the call. And I want everybody listening and under the influence of my voice, under the influence of all of our voices, to be a testimony of what happens when you answer the call on your life. So continue to be your great selves. Continue to love yourself and take care of yourself as you take care of others. And I love, love, love you and have a blessed day. Yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, yes. Yes, thank you so much for, for inviting us and having everyone. I love all you guys so much. I want all the selfish babes to be open to receiving all the blessings in your life, all the abundance because you deserve it and because you are worth it inherently. Um, and I'm just sending you guys all so much beautiful, bountiful blessings. Oh, I was about to say, now I said, I was to say it. Intro. It's so cute. Thank you for saying it. Any words? I just wanted to say that because I'm a Pisces. You know, I have to say, I love you guys so much. If you listen, even if I don't know you, I still love you. And um, just remember that you are protected and that you're supported, that you're walking on the right path. I tell it to people all the time. You're never on the wrong path. You're always where you're supposed to be. So you're going where you're supposed to be. Yeah. Anyway, you're on the right path and you know, keep doing what you're doing and have a great day. And I'm sending all my love. Ciao, beauties. Thank you. Peace. Hey, beautiful. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Selfish Babe Selfish Talk podcast. If you feel like this episode has helped you in any way and you think that it could be impactful to a girl or a woman that you know, definitely send this episode to her. 
Also, make sure to download our Selfish Babe app to receive self-love inspirational messages throughout your day found in the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. You can also head over to our website, SelfishBabe.com, to join the community. Follow at SelfishBabes with an S on Instagram. Or you can also follow me on Instagram at Elsie. I affirm that you have an amazing day. I will connect with you on the next episode. And I love you. Mwah.